Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to my third podcast called Mind Control. It's Monday, October 15, 2018, and my name is Mr. M. I created this podcast to educate and inform people of all races and nationalities what's on an intelligent black man's mind. Rappers and athletes don't define all black men, despite some of y'all's ignorance. I mean, I love hip-hop and sports. However, I'm tired of them being the voice for the common black man. Unfortunately, they have to be very cautious of what they say, and I somewhat understand that because they have lots to lose. However, I don't have to be that cautious because I'm broke and broadcasting straight out of my closet here at home, so I will feed it to you raw. My podcast is not designed to bash others. I am not a part of the seek and destroy mentality and movement that's currently going on. I don't believe in tearing down others. So if you're looking for gossip, the parking lot, which basically means get the F out. But if you want to hear quality discussions about valid topics that affect our communities, then come on in, kick back and enjoy yourself. I'll be more than happy to make room in my closet for you. I'm positive that you will be very entertained while laughing and enjoying the rawness of my podcast. This is a very informative podcast based solely on my opinion that talks about the state of the black culture told from my perspective. Get ready to laugh and be very entertained. Also, get you a can of air freshener because it can get mighty funky up in my closet. So let's get to it. First of all, I would like to thank God, Allah, and Yahweh for waking me up this morning. And yes, I thanked all three of them. That way I'm fully covered. Wow. First topic. Black people are mere entertainment for some. I recently attended a college football game the other day and realized something. As I looked around, I was surrounded by a bunch of cheering white fans rooting for blacks to knock each other out. Basically, the harder they hit, the louder they cheered. Now, as we all know, football is a contact sport. So I'm not saying that you shouldn't tackle someone with extra force. That's a part of the game. But have you noticed that after some black players hit another black player, he stands over them and taunts him. Why is that? Hmm. Then when a black player on defense, and not some, seems like all, sacks a white quarterback real hard, he runs in the opposite direction of the quarterback while beating his chest. Hmm. Why don't you give Tom Brady or Drew Brees that same treatment that you just gave your other black brothers? <laughs> I know because Massa won't allow it, will he? Every time you sack Cam Newton or Jameis Winston, you stand over him and talk noise, but run in the other direction after you sack Eli Manning. Wow. Sounds like it's mental programming 
that's deeper than football to me. I mean, everyone should be treated the same on the field. I hear some black and white football players all the time say that race plays no part on the football field and that it's no discrimination and it's an equal playing ground. (laughs) Smells like bologna in here. But I just gave you an example on how it's not an equal playing ground. I rarely see defensive players stand over Wes Welker after he gets clocked, and he gets clocked a lot. But when you clock your own brother, you stand over him, taunt him, and humiliate him. As long as we are entertaining white folks, we're good. But as soon as we take a stand, then we get Kaepernick. Breaking news, he's actually biracial. (laughs) However, I still applaud him for his stand and having a voice because he stands for what more than some blacks stand for. Same with music. As long as a rapper is named after a drug, he's good. But as soon as a J. Cole, Common, Most Def, The Roots, or a Lupe Fiasco comes out with an album, he gets very little to no play because of what he stands for. He's not influencing me to sell drugs or get high. Hmm. But as soon as Lil Sambo, a Lil Heroin, or Queen Concubine drops, it's all over our radio airways. They tell us all about how high they're getting and how good their coochie is. Basically, no subject matter. Moving on. Next topic. The media is playing us. It's funny that the media puts so much value in what black rappers and athletes have to say these days. They have tricked some rappers and some athletes into believing that they're actually the voice of our communities. Some put on Malcolm X glasses, while others wear red hats with condescending messages. And now they're all over the news and social media outlets with their opinions. So, the rapper with the red hat just dropped a song with another rapper named Lil Pump. Quick question for the rapper with the red hat. How can we take you serious when you're all over the place? You sound like that teacher on the old Charlie Brown cartoon. When she would teach, all the kids heard was wah, 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 wah. Also, quick question for the rapper with the Malcolm X glasses. One week, you're a so-called black activist. Then the next week, you're opening up a trap museum glorifying your past former drug dealing days. Hmm... I know you're mad. So that's how your message gets lost and we can't take you serious at all. By the way, 95.6% of major rappers have never sold any drugs on a major level. However, 95.6% of them are definitely on some type of drug. Wow. By the way, 
Why does media put these guys to the forefront? Could it be because they represent contradiction and divide our communities even further apart? <clears throat> the other day I watched a rapper and a former athlete at the White House. I would like to say that I truly respect Jim Brown. He has done good things for our communities for decades. However, he was overshadowed by the rapper with the red hat. What's so alarming about this situation is that very few people seem to notice how blacks are being represented these days. Out of all the educated black journalists and prominent black business entrepreneurs throughout the United States, once again, we were represented by a rapper and a former athlete. You ask a black young kid, who are some of the richest black male entrepreneurs in America? And they will say, Michael Jordan, Jay-Z, P. Diddy, LeBron James, etc. So they just named two rappers and two athletes. But what about black entrepreneurs like Robert F. Smith, Robert L. Johnson, R. Donahue Peoples, and Quentin Primo III, just to name a few. Now, if I gave a quiz on who these men are that I just mentioned, most of you will maybe get one right. <clears throat> I know the truth hurts. And that's really sad. And no, it's not my job to tell you who they are either. Do your own research. Just ask Mr. Google. So why are we allowing ourselves to be represented by these rappers and athletes? It's no coincidence that the news keeps their opinion in the open like that. Why, you ask? Maybe because their opinions add little to no value to our communities. Hmm. Every now and then, you will see blacks being represented in the correct way, but not that often. CNN allows Don Lemon to do a piece on the black Americans that's really making a difference, but that's only maybe once or twice a year. Our president, and yes, if you live in America, he's your president also, represents the ultimate male ego of the United States. Ego simply means to ease God out and make it all about yourself. That's been man's biggest downfall since the beginning of time. That pride demon destroyed a lot of prominent men. It's funny how we all come out of a man's pee hole, but we're so full of ourselves. I know that's way too deep for some of you. Anyways, let's stop putting so much energy and what some rappers and athletes are saying. If we just simply ignore some of them, that's the best weapon that we can use. Attention seekers hate to be ignored. Remember Dr. Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. They were great voices for our communities. Whether you agree with their philosophies or not, they represented the black man that I want to be associated with.
Next topic. Everyone wants to be filtered these days. The number one selling point of the website Snapchat is its wide variety of filters. You see young women on there with all their filtered pictures. And if you happen to run across them in public, you'd be like, who are you? You don't look anything like that picture on Snapchat. You look nothing like those pictures. I know. I honestly believe that those filters were created for kids and baby pictures. But unfortunately, the adult kids like Miss Snapchat have jacked them for it. And now running a marathon with it. Quick question, Miss Snapchat. Why do you need filters? Hmm. Do you feel unattractive on the inside? Hmm. When men go on some dating sites, mainly the free ones, you see tons of filtered Snapchat pictures on women's profiles. Then when you meet up with them, the parking lot. We're like, who are you? Now, I would like to state that I don't know whether men are also doing it or not. I have no sugar in my tank, so I've never looked at a male's profile ever. Wow. So I'm speaking on my experiences only. Breaking news. Those Snapchat filter pictures only belong on Snapchat only, not Facebook or especially dating websites. Some women have taken what was meant for fun and made it their life representatives. One more question. Don't you know that us men peep out that you actually look nothing like that in person? Well, maybe you simply just don't care and would rather be someone else anyways. If so, that's your choice. But if you truly love yourself, you won't need any filters at all. God made us all beautiful. So if you call someone or something ugly, then you're calling God ugly. Wow. So let's get ready to wrap things up with my final thought. Crash test dummies. Young people, stop disrespecting your elders, and then when they get upset, you try and manipulate them by saying, you shouldn't behave that way because of your age. I want to curse on that one because that one burns me up. By the way, everyone, young or old, has a weakness. What's yours, young person? So you mean to tell me that you can disrespect me, call me out of my name, and curse me out, and I'm just supposed to smile and walk off because I'm 40 plus? Get the F out. The parking lot. Sounds like you're the one that needs to grow up, not us. Wow. What gives you the right to tell your elder how to behave? Hmm. Seems like it should be the opposite. Then, when we call you out and tell the truth about you, you call us petty, like you're probably calling me now. 
Cause I'm covered. Breaking news. Some of us elders didn't make it to live 40 plus years because we don't know anything. Wow. Some of us learned a lot about life on our journey. But some of y'all youngins know everything but absolutely know nothing. Wow. Quick question, Mr. Youngster or Miss Youngin that knows everything at the age of 23? Would you allow your 11-year-old brother or sister to tell you that they know way more than you and also give you advice on how you should behave? (coughs) I think not. So when a wise old schooler, an old head, as you refer to us, tries to give you advice, maybe you should just listen. Because maybe we've been down that road before. Do you not realize how successful that you could actually be if you actually listened? Hmm. A wise man would rather learn from other people's mistakes and not his own. While crash test dummies would rather just keep crashing into their wall on their own. Just because some of us were also crash test dummies back in our time, doesn't mean that you have to be. Wow. Our advice could actually save you from the next 20 years being full of depression, pettiness, and misery. If I had listened to my elders, I wouldn't be broadcasting out of my closet in my one-bedroom apartment at 46 years of age. I would probably be in a professional studio Built in my house. Wow. So once again, thanks for lending me your ears. And remember that I don't just like you, I love you. Peace.